Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. It is June, almost June, it's May, um, but we still want to talk some ice fishing. And today we're joined by Eric Osberg. He's a Rural Rebound Initiative Coordinator for Ottertail County. We're going to talk some Ottertail County ice fishing. Eric, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me. Give, me, give us just a little overview of like where Ottertail County is for people who don't know and kind of what it's all about. Well, we like to say that Ottertail County is in the middle of everywhere. Um, we are two and a half, three hours northwest of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, 45 minutes north of Alexandria. It's a big county, so 45 minutes north of Alexandria. 45, you know, the, the northwestern corner of the county is 45 minutes east of Fargo. So we're, we're west-central Minnesota is, is the way that we describe it. But uh, it, interesting fact, it's only six hours from Omaha, Nebraska. So we get a lot of folks that come up here from the Nebraska area. Uh, so as I said, we like to say it's in the middle of everywhere. So you got people coming up there from the cities, you got people coming from Nebraska, from all over the place. Why are they coming there? What can they find in Ottertail County? Well, the number one reason I think people come here is we have 1,048 lakes. And to put that into perspective, if you visited a, a, a new lake once a week, it would take you 20 years to visit them all. Uh, as much fishing as I do with 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 me and mine, we've still got over a thousand lakes to go, right? Like we've been fishing hard for the last few years and we've, we try to keep track and, you know, we've maybe fished 35 of them. So there's still a thousand thirteen left. Now you can't fish them all. Some of them are small and some of them don't have public accesses. Uh, but there's hundreds and hundreds of lakes that have public accesses. So that's, that's what most folks are coming up here for. And what is the fishing like up there? Um, you know, people are coming there, obviously. What I found when I was there this year is it, it almost felt, it felt a lot like being almost in pothole country. Like when I used to go duck hunting in North Dakota, it felt a lot like that. It kind of, there were places that looked a lot like that. But uh, what, what's it like up there fishing? Well, it, it's diverse. And, and you know, so the, even just the terrain within the county you know, the, the southwestern part of the county is, is more farmland, more flat. And so you will have what you're describing, those, those pothole type lakes. You know, they've got exposed trees in them. Um, but then as you go further north and west, the, the terrain changes and it gets hilly and you've got almost that, that classic up north feel where you're, where you're on a lake and it's surrounded by trees and, and there's not many people out there. Um, but the, so the fishing is, again, I'll use the word diverse. I, a lot of, you know, walleyes are pretty popular around here. So a lot of folks are, are chasing walleyes and Ottertail Lake is, is arguably the most popular. It's the biggest, it's 13, 14,000 acres and it has a very healthy walleye population. It has a lot of smaller walleyes. You know, you're not you're not going to get those 28, 29, 30 inch giants that you might get on a classic Canadian trip. Um, but you can put fish in the in the in the frying pan, 
And so there's a lot of good eaters, a lot of quantity, uh, you know, it's more of a quantity than a quality Lake Ottertail is. Uh, and that's right kind of in the middle of the county. Um, but, but we like to call this place panfish paradise because if you're into bluegills or you're into crappies, to your point, there's a lot of little lakes. And most of those thousand lakes that I mentioned, most of them are naturally bass panfish lakes. And so um, it's not uncommon to be able to go to a lake and catch a bunch of bluegills or catch a bunch of crappies. Very few people are targeting bass in the winter, you know, but those are a, a fun little happy accident when you do, you know, when you do hook into one, a four or five pound bass is pretty fun. Uh, so a lot of walleye fishing, uh, but uh, don't sleep on the panfish because I, I would argue that it's world-class. Yeah, I was up there uh, in February fishing with you guys and we were fishing in a the middle of a cold front and you know, between our group, I think we caught four or five crappie in that 14, 15 inch size structure. And just, it's hard to do that. We actually had a friend that come up and fish with us for one day when we were up there. And he had just come from Lake of the Woods. He was there the weekend before. And he said, the crappies you guys are catching are bigger than the walleyes we were catching <laughs> in the woods. So he's like, I don't know why I need to go up there again. Well, and that's, you know, that's, you're right. I mean, if you're looking, you know, whether you're looking for a good fight or you're looking for a good meal, those giant crappies are, they're special. I mean, you, you start approaching 15 inches. I, I had a group, I had a group of people up. It was, it was a media group and there was a, it was a group of gals, um, uh, women on ice or I, gosh, I can't remember the exact name of it. Um, uh, but, but anyways, one of the, one of the gals was standing there holding a, a huge crappie and she's like, I thought I had to go to Canada to do this. And I'm like, Nope, you just got to come to Ottertail County. The, the hard part is finding them, right? Like with a thousand forty eight lakes, where do you start? That, 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 that can be the challenge. But once you put your time and effort into it and, and the patterns kind of reveal themselves, it can be, it can be some pretty good fishing. Yeah, I don't want to get you to give up any of your, your best spots or anything like that. But what are kind of some of the destination lakes? You talked a little bit about Otter Tail Lake. What are some of the kind of the destination lakes in Otter Tail County that, that people would go to get started fishing up there? Rush Lake is a really good lake, um, and it's right next to Otter Tail. And that, you know, that's, a, again, it, it is a big county, but, but once you get into the middle of it, it's lake after lake after lake. So Rush Lake is not far from Otter Tail Lake. It's a pretty big lake. Um, and it's a great early ice lake. The, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bay on the east end that it's, it's kind of like, a, I call it a mini red lake. You know, it's, it's a big shallow bay. And so it freezes first. You know, the, the main lake will have open water and this bay will have six inches of good solid ice in a, in a typical year. So Rush Lake is a good lake to start. Um, and it's got a great population of bluegills. It's got a great population of, uh, of crappies. Uh, it's got walleyes and bass and, and pike and all that too. Uh, Big Pine is another lake that's, that's fairly large. Um, and, when I, and I don't know the exact acreage, but maybe it's two to 4,000 acres. Uh, Big Pine has, a, again, a great bluegill population, a great uh, crappie population. The, there is a slot on big pine so there's there's some big walleyes in there but those you know those i believe it's 18 to 26 has to go back um and and then up in the northwest part of the county you've got 
Lake Lida, you've got Pelican, you know, and, and so, you know, between, and here's a couple more. See, this is the problem, right? Like once you start going down the list, it's like, oh, and then there's, and then there's this, but be, between Otter Tail, Star, and Dead, those three lakes, you've got about 25,000 acres of water that you can fish. And they're all, they're all a little bit different. Um, so again, to kind of run over the list again, you know, you've got otter tail for your walleyes, you've got rush, big pine, you've got star, you've got Lida, you've got dead. Uh, those are, you know, that's a handful of lakes that could present enough challenges. If, if, if anybody, you know, pick, pick one and say, all right, we're going to figure this one out. And uh, hopefully in, in not too long a time you, you do. So that's kind of your, your game plan for people coming up there is pick a lake, go and target it and, and try to figure it out from there. Yeah. And, and the, I, you know, the other, I don't want to sound like a salesman, but the other thing you can do is hire a guide. You know, the, there's, there's a lot of guides. That's what, you know, that's what they do for a living is they stay on the bike. And, yeah. you know, so if you have a trip planned, um, you don't necessarily have to hire them for the whole trip, but you know, day one, <laughs> You know, you, you, you hook up with a Randon Olson of Lockjaw Guide Service or a Ross Hagemeister of Meister's Guide Service, um, just to name a couple. Uh, Garrett Sphere of Slab Seeker Fishing. You know, Garrett's a bluegill expert. Um, he, he really tries to hone in. You know, so you hire one of those guides for day one or day two, and then it should, uh, it should increase your odds of success days three, four, and five if you're coming up for a while. Plus, they might have fish houses to rent, you know, so you can stay on the ice and, and do all that stuff. Yeah, we stayed with Randon in one of his fish houses and uh, spent a, a couple of evenings with him, had a great time, and uh, he really put us on some fish. It was, it was too fun. I mean, it was one of those things that was like, this is, this is crazy. So it was, it was a good time. Um, tell us a little bit about, you kind of talked about early ice and where to go. How does your fishing progress up there? I mean, what does it look like as far as when you're stuck? when you typically start to get ice and when is ice out? Well, again, and, and let me stress this safety first, safety first, safety first. I don't ever want to be the guy who, you know, was that guy. Um, but we've been on, we've been on the ice again, depending on the lake, depending on the situation, the last few years, we've been ice fishing before Thanksgiving or right around Thanksgiving. So that, that mid November, you now this is walkable ice, right? Like this is buddy system, ice picks, ropes, life jackets, the, the full light mode. Um, you're walking out, you're testing ice, but that usually happens around, um, Thanksgiving, give or take a week, hopefully by the middle of December, uh, or late December, you're able to get your, your bigger fish houses out there. Uh, and then in you know, January, February, you know, the, you, you should be, again, weather depending, you should be in full go mode. Obviously, it's always a safety first deal where you, you still got to pay attention to what you're doing and conditions because ice changes, conditions change. You know, I, I think we stepped on the ice last year. November 17th was the first day and we stepped off of the ice April 17th. So you know, November, December, December to January, January to February, February to March, March, you know, that's half the year. That's so a long I, season. That's a long season, right? Like if you're going to live up here, you better like ice fishing because that's half of the season is ice fishing. 
And so, again, with the right safety precautions, you can be ice fishing six months out of the year. Tell me a little bit about the resorts, amenities up there. What are people going to find as far as places to stay if they want a hotel at, um, places to go out and get something to eat? We, we've got a ton. Ottertail County is, is, a, is a tourist-driven county in the summertime, right? Like our population, I don't know the official numbers, but our popu- we, we like to say our population doubles or triples during the summer. Um, so not every resort is open all year round. Not every restaurant is open all year round, but there are plenty. Um, if you want that classic up north resort feel, We've got a ton of those. Um, East Silent Resort is a great resort. Holly's Resort is a great resort. Um, there's uh, Shady Grove is on, Shady Grove is a resort on on Rush. You know they shut down their lakeside cabins, but they've got condos for rent. And then you've got your, you know your Thumper Ponds of the world. Thumper Pond Resort is a is a huge facility. They got an indoor water park. They've got a golf course. Not that you'd golf in the winter, but you know so. so there's a again a variety of places that you can stay restaurant wise we've got some great local eateries we got some great local breweries you know we've got five or six breweries now here in Iretel County um so there's 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 lots of things to do you know if you're not in full fishing mode all the time if you want to go get a beer or go get a burger there's there's lots of cool quaint local places with homemade meals and homemade brews that can uh, 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 fulfill your appetite and wet your whistle. Eric, is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you wanted to bring up today? The, I guess the only thing that I would mention is Ottertail County is a great place to visit. It's a great place to visit 12 months out of the year, but it's also a really good place to live. It's also a really good place to work. And if there's anybody out there who, I don't know. I, I don't know where they might live, but if they're looking for a slower pace of life, a little bit more safety and security, that, that small town village vibe, community vibe, and they're not getting it where they're at, we got jobs. I mean, there, there's manufacturing jobs. You can work at Lund Boats. You can work at, you know, Vector Windows. There's a, there's a ton of places that are hiring. And if you're not into manufacturing, doctors, lawyers, I mean, you name it, bankers, you know, we, there's a lot of open jobs up here. And um, my job is to recruit new residents. So if anybody wants to learn more about visiting up here, or living up here, all they got to do is uh, reach out to me and I'd be happy to let them know what I know. Yeah, where can people find out more about you and what you're doing and about Ottertail County? My cell phone, I'll give you, I'll give you my personal cell phone number because I, I, my work one, I, I have two cell phones. I have, a, I have a county one and I have a personal one. My personal cell phone is 218-639-3130. You can text me. You can call me. Uh, we have a website called ottertaillakescountry.com. That's ottertaillakescountry.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Osberg Eric with a K. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you, you know, we're, we're, if you're on social media, uh, you can either look for Eric Osberg, you can look for the Outdoor Report, or you can look for Ottertail Lakes Country Association and connect with us. And, and, and that's, again, that's our, my, my job is to help people to have a better experience in Ottertail County. 
I mean, it's not uncommon for someone to send me a Facebook message or a text and say, all right, where should I go get a burger? <laughs> and yeah. that's my job is to tell you where I would. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to, to, to correspond with people. And I can highly recommend the outdoor report on Facebook. Eric's always got really good fishing reports on there. And they do a lot of tips videos as well with some of the guides that he was talking about are on there talking about uh, just things that take care of your gear and how to get things set up. And they also talk about the lakes as well. But a lot of the information that you guys are putting out there is stuff that would be good for anybody anywhere. Well, and, 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 and I want I, I love what you guys are doing with the fish house nation. I've known Trevor for a long time and I, I, I love the brand. I love the podcasts. I love what you're doing with the whole fish house nation vibe. Um, I love your products. I, 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 you know, keep up the good work on your end as well. There's, there's, there's a lot of good things coming out of catch cover and, and, and we're always happy to partner in any way we can. I appreciate it, Eric. Thanks for the kudos. Thanks for coming on the show and take care. And we will, uh, if I don't see you this summer, definitely see you in the winter. Well, right around Thanksgiving, give me a, <laughs> give me a jingle and uh, I'll let you know if we got good ice. Sounds good. Thank you, Eric. See ya. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.